everyone. Welcome to another episode of VC Wisdom Podcast. Today we have William Bella with us. He is VC at Vox Valor Capital. Hey, William, can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about uh, Vox Valor? Okay. Hi, Charles. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me here. So uh, I've been with technology from 2008, I guess. So mm -hmm. I started one of VC funds in, in Russia. It was backed by huge company. And then I switched to project manager. I've been on both sides. So I was at VC side on the investment side. I was at project company side. I was founder myself. So mm -hmm. I started new projects, new companies, new geographies for my companies. And during the last three years, I'm with Vox Valor. It's something between VC and private equities. So actually we are more buying companies than just poor investment into them. Uh, we got three uh, main verticals. It's game dev, mobile gaming. It's ad tech, I mean, advertising, everything around that. Marketing agency, technologies, and things around that. Uh, also, SaaS in very broad definition of that world. Okay. Also, um, half a year ago, I also started working with a company where are doing uh, M&A in um, data scraping, data analysis field. So not a region maybe specific, but um, since uh, I'm from Russia, so I'm from Moscow. So uh, we are working more with Eastern Europe companies, okay. former Soviet Union and so somewhere around that. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. Um, you said that you bought companies more than you invested in them. So can you tell us why that is? Is, is it like a different market why do you acquire the, those company all entirely because if you acquire companies to run it most of most of the time it's probably to rework on the the management you know and uh, just reshape the full company so why do you buy on full full companies instead of just investing a small chunk inside of them sure so when i say buying it's from 51 percent. so and we don't want to digest them we want them to work as they worked before because our main idea here is to grow capitalization of the whole holding for the whole box failure. So mm -hmm. we are buying company and growing the holding itself. And usually we don't want to change management because in this business, in actually in all digital businesses, it's all about people. Of course, they got technology, they have IP and many stuff like that. But with good people, you can do much more good things, perfect things. And that's why we just have them. We have them with money with partnership maybe um, with new markets so we can do anything say on on our side and actually our main type of companies we are buying that companies that want to grow and they hit some kind of selling in in, in many ways maybe they don't have enough money to uh, reopen something called to launch new product or maybe they cannot enter something some partnership or geography Got so it. our main issue here is we're here to grow with you. So okay. interesting. And before the the interview, you and I talked about um, Russia right now. What is the situation since the war started? Uh, has that caused issues in um, the actual VC business for you? How how's that been? Sure. Sure, I can say for our company and then I can switch to the general situation. Mm. Uh, 
Yes, it's a big problem for us now because, as I said before, we worked with companies from Russia, with Russian founders. When I say Russian, it's like a quite quite broad definition. So uh, we also got clients and companies in Ukraine, in Belarus, and before before the war, it was quite okay. And actually, my colleagues uh, are from from Ukraine and. From from the February twenty fourth, so it's now it's absolutely different. And mm. now, for example, we cannot simply buy something in Russia, or we cannot buy company or invest in company that is uh, that, that that has any connection to Russia, to Russian market, got revenue from Russia, anything from Russia. Mm. And even company relocating to Cyprus, to Georgia, to Armenia, uh, Georgia, say in in Caucasus region, not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the US. Yeah. Poland say everywhere where they can go. Mm. The big problem for them, uh, mostly all European countries are not happy uh, about them. They mm. cannot open companies there. They cannot open a bank accounts. It's a it's a big nightmare for them. Even wow. in Cyprus, that is quite not gray but friendly zone, I must say. It can yeah. take up. And I've seen I've seen so many Russians in Cyprus. When you, when when Cyprus is not uh, accepting Russians, you know you have a problem. Yeah, it's like a twenty five percent of uh, of people living there uh, can speak Russian actually. So it's from from everywhere from Ukraine. And now, yeah, just imagine you got a perfect company, perfect target, and say, guys, we want to have a deal with you. They say, okay, and the very next day. Uh, they should relocate to another country. That should restructure the whole company. Yeah. Whole team. They should like relocate people, relocate people, open new uh, entities, open new accounts, all of that. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, uh, it's like what what happened actually to me and myself. So one uh, marketing agency, they just service company approached me saying, "Guys, we want to sell you our services." Well, let's try to do that. Let's talk. We arrange a call, and the very next day they say, "Oh no, 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 no! You got connection to Russia. We cannot even talk to you. Mm -hmm. There is no regulation about that. There is not mm -hmm. like restriction. I'm not personally under sanction. I'm not that high-level guy from government, mm -hmm. government mm -hmm. but uh, many companies decided better not to do anything at all. Yeah. Uh, just, just you Russian? Oh, the, the, no, 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 no. Even you have, for example, um, place of birth." And you have passport, and you got passport of another country, but still, no, 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 no. You are from Russia originally, and exactly. that's enough for Binance and for many other companies. Yeah. In general, uh, currently, like say, if I, I I'm in Moscow now, if I can go out for a walk, now it's still okay here. Yes, yeah, Starbucks is not uh, Starbucks is not working, or like no Nike Adidas. I mean, official no Nike Adidas, Mercedes, like Audi, and many other brands. Currently, it's not that bad because you got a like you bought already everything, but in several of months it will be much worse. And I still cannot understand how it works. For example, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, Photobank or like guys that working with designers say that, oh, you know, we are not working with designers in Russia anymore. Okay. How can this change situation? Mm -hmm. What should happen? Putin personally say, oh no, with, without Photobank, I cannot run this war anymore. So. It's something quite strange. On the other hand, oligarch in uh, London saying, okay, I don't have enough money. You've frozen all my accounts. I got only 2,000. From Malin saying, oh, yes, it's a miserable situation. You need 
around 200,000 per, per month. So please give him back his money. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't get it. And yes, especially during the first couple of months, it was like a, a Russian, no, 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 no. We don't want anything from you. Like, and it's still like that. Like you say, it's, it's strange time. Strange is the word, right? Because us entrepreneurs, we're conditioned always to see the positivity in things. And we don't want to say like a bad time, but I, I guess we cannot live bad times because we're so... We're always positive, right? Always on the get-go. That's why we're successful, most of us. So um, just to come back to the founder side of things, because I mean, I've got a bunch of questions listening to, to you um, and you've given like a lot of, of good insights also, I think. But as a founder, do I have, say I'm Russian, uh, do I have to literally relocate in the country I registered a business in or? Uh, yeah, yeah. So for example, I got small pet project it's about server infrastructure, so not, not a big thing. And from the beginning, uh, actually, it was, we started in January, but all, uh, uh, after all what happened, okay, we said, okay, we should um, do it somewhere else. Actually, before we wanted to do it in France or Germany, because it was, okay, guys, nice market, and it was more for, for, for that than for, for Russia. Uh, actually, we applied to several accelerators, and some of them actually directly ask me, guys, are you from Russia? Yes, we're from Russia. Well, at this level of, say, of our conversation, we decided not to not to talk to you, because, just because of that. Mm. It's not the quality of the... If they said, guys, it's like early stage, or maybe your idea sucks, or something like that, yeah. I, I can accept that. That's okay. Yeah. But reject us because of that, that's a little bit too much. And, and then they talk about, you know, diversity and stuff like that, you know, but I, I guess, you know, they just like most humans, you know, these people are just scared, you know, um, they see that the, the herd, the majority is against Russia and they're like, yeah, we're just going to follow the herd, you know, just the easy path. Yeah. Um, by, if, by, if, by the if way. you would speak to Peter Thiel, uh, that's another story, you know, Peter Thiel is <laughs> a contrarian. And he would never follow the, the herd, you know, he would think on the second level or the third level of thinking and, and then possibly, you know, make bets on Russian companies. By the way, Charles, it's a fun fact. For example, I cannot open company in Germany okay. because of all this stuff, but I can open it remotely in Delaware right now in one or really? two days. That is very I, surprising. Yeah, I can still open company in the U.S., not in France, not in Germany, not, but the U.S. is still okay about that. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to open my company in Delaware, um, and it's they ask for a bunch of things, and I'm trying to get my Nexus card right now to to get it to open, and that has proven to be complicated. It's very slow, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, that that's quite interesting, but. I spoke with um, a bunch of Russian entrepreneurs also when this started and they were going to, through some deep troubles to, um, you know, just survive. They, they were jumping through lots of hoops and circles to, to get to, to where they wanted. A lot of them, they have been creating new businesses. Um, I'm not sure in what countries exactly, I don't know, maybe Dubai or Bul Bulgaria, for example, countries that can be friendly uh, mm -hmm. to these uh, situations and also to have interesting uh, taxation rates and obviously yeah. the cost, right? Because the cost of registering a company is very damn high in some countries, 5,000 bucks in, in Dubai, I think, or, yeah. um, you know, there's countries that are very pricey and, you know, like I didn't check these matters, um, me personally as an entrepreneur up until my third or fourth year, you know, where I would actually register 
my business. Initially, you need to like be laser focused on the product, but it's it's very sad nowadays that they, if you're Russian, they they need to you know check these details upfront, and that may cause them very precious time and energy. But the the last thing I, I'll say here on, on the the founder topic might have a bit more, but is it is that in these daunting times, you know, when there's a lot of pressure. And when everything is restrained and everything is harder, it forges diamonds, you know, like diamonds of entrepreneurs, you know, that learn to hustle and, you know, be very scrappy and, and find solutions. Um, but, but let me ask you this, um, with all these consequences, like now life is just harder for uh, Russian entrepreneurs, let's say, um, just out of curiosity, like initially, I, I know that the typical entrepreneur reaction or VC reaction typically is just like, okay, let's move on to the next one. But were you pissed at your president for, for doing that? Were you like angry at some people at, at US for doing these sanctions? What was your first reaction when that happened and how, how did you adapt it? Well, uh, first of all, uh, I guess it's a bad thing to blame someone or something, but at yeah. this current state, what happened? Of course, me personally, like my friends and people I work with, of course, they blame president for that and like government because they, they did what they did. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to dive into geopolitical things saying, okay, it was in favor on that group mm -hmm. of the US and like who is the winner after all of that. Uh, currently, we see that the US is winning in general in general as a like economy of course they got a lot of internal problem but me personally yes uh, again it's not the us that attacked ukraine russian troops did that so and in so, your opinion like it, in a couple of months this might take to an end um the troops might start to retract just like the the us troop retracted of afghanistan is that how you're seeing things and then the entrepreneurs being able to have more freedom is that how you're seeing it or with freedom, you know, it's hard to say because uh, actually a lot of people left country, and that was that that was good people. It's not like a, some. Like, That'll be hard for the economy, right? If, if they leave, hard. they'll come back. Not given. Maybe they will come back when they see that everything is now okay. But it will not be okay for next couple of years. Okay. Definitely. Hmm. Even even if they stop everything today. It will take years before it can get to normal life. Yeah. And we also understand that isolation of the country currently is not the best way how to be successful in the world. Mm. And of course, if you're working with government, you have um, order for government, you're doing some kind of local Microsoft or like local Salesforce, something like that. Maybe, maybe you feel much better about that. But it's like a teeny fraction of people, and they're very close to the to the circle circle here. And when we say about thousands and thousands of people with quite small like SMB, what we can call, uh, of course they lost. They lost future for their business. They lost like big uh, other markets because now it's quite hard to sell even your digital products when you say from Russia. And, you see, you see that. Uh, you see that all this uh, logistic chain and now it's uh, all, all supply chain. Now it's all, all broken. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you're like selling something from Europe, from, I don't know, from China, from Japan, whatever. Now it's quite hard even to get something to Russia. And another trick is to pay for that because um, all was actually switched off. And now even 
when you're receiving money into the country. So it, it, it must be easy now. It's still not easy and commission from banks are much higher now. So you, you just pay much more money at every given step now. Mm. Of course, as you said, you're becoming more and more, you know, rigid. You know how, how to handle this and that. But actually, it's you are not focusing on your product and your service. Yeah. You should keep in mind like a lot of things just to do the, the, the one simple thing you want to do. Yeah. And okay, you should transfer money to that and then, 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 and bingo. Now, after three days, you accomplish something what you can do in five minutes before. Yeah. Because My God. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of service things, but now mm. everything is complicated. So, and, to my understanding, like there's two options, right? So, if I'm Russian, I, I get out of Russia. Uh, maybe I start a company elsewhere. If I'm lucky, they might give me a citizenship or, you know, some, some permission to stay there longer. For example, I think that Singapore has that um, where I can start a company and I can stay there. I can have a work visa. I think Costa Rica has that too um, in the Americas. So, so that's my option one. My option two is to really go local, like probably Putin wants it, you know, like and, and just do business locally. And who, who cares if, if Putin wants it or not as an entrepreneur? Those are my two options. And I can rely on local economy. I can start an incubator, local incubator, you know, and try to make things local until that gets better. What what options of the two is, is better in your opinion? Uh, well, it's like... It's a theorem of Escobar. Both ways are not that good, actually. If, if you wanted to go before that, maybe it's a good, you know, when uh, the destiny says you go now. Mm. Uh, with local business, maybe it's not that bad because uh, a lot of services left, maybe you can do something instead. Mm. The good question is, if, for example, something happens tomorrow and these services come back, what will happen with your business? Like, uh, will it survive or not? Mm. Uh, as, as a result, when you're doing some small local business, you put a margin, not like a 5, 10, 20%, but 100, 200, because you understand that it's like very, very thin, tiny fraction of time you got in, in future. So it's only about making money. It's not good. It's not bad. It is what it is. You can do it here. You can try to go somewhere else. Of course, there you will be some outsider at the beginning. Or maybe find a foreign partner uh, in another country and with that partner be either like a, a silent partner or just, you know, legally be allowed to start a business there because my partner is from that country, say I'm Canadian in my case, you know, um, that can possibly also be done. You know, this morning I got a conversation with one friend of mine. They got company in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um I don't actually. I don't know how many people are there as a shareholder. He is one of them. Yeah. He doesn't live in Singapore, yeah. and uh, their bank account was closed because not oh. all shareholders are living in Singapore, being yeah. Russian. So very simple here, Charles. So it's not like a uh, this or another way. Banks and financial. It's all shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 prefer not to touch anything than to try. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for an Ironman, uh, this triathlon, <laughs> which is like a full day. And it's just like an Ironman, you know, that you can try to make it fun. But uh, in the end, you might be there 13, 15 hours suffering for one full yeah. fucking day. Just that in this case, it's for like a couple of years. But 
yeah, I mean, the, the benefits of an Ironman in tough times is that you literally get two, three times stronger after you've done it, you know? And I think that, yeah, if there's like a couple years ahead of us or for Russians, especially that are more negative, I think that after that, you know, there will be a hockey stick curve with a bit of luck. Well, you cannot scare Russian with crises in general, because we went through a lot of them, especially who are like more, more, more who are older, uh, older than 30 years. They're yeah. quite used to them. Maybe it's a good part of uh, our, say, people saying that they are not afraid of anything in general. Yeah. There is a, a bad uh, thing about that, that people don't believe in future. Because anyway, it will be worse. Anything. So it will not be good at any point of time because we're going from one bad thing to another. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why maybe, maybe, again, it's not an advice, but if you know what to do, I can do it somewhere out of Russia. Maybe it's a good time for you to try. Or I think, you know, like there's always micro opportunities that are very interesting and one that can flash in in my mind is obviously cryptocurrencies because no governments have uh control on these cryptocurrencies and as um as a russian citizen um even if you in online businesses also let's say physical ones that might be very very tricky like hardware but um let's say cryptocurrencies if you have um, an NFT or metaverse or slash marketplace idea, um, I think that could be very successful, something that governments cannot control too much. Obviously, you need to register some business at, at one time or another. That will be a challenge. And yes, there might be other hurdles um, over the road that I cannot picture as a privileged mm -hmm. <laughs> member of society, I guess, from being Canadian. But I think these businesses, cryptocurrency, I think they can mushroom uh, pretty quickly in that type of, of environment do you agree well uh, there is a one big problem that's like a crypto winter or whatever we call it right now maybe it's yeah. just not 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 the right point of time in general yes something that is that that centralized or like can do from any point in the world that's okay also uh, just just a simple uh, example Binance, one of the biggest exchange in the world, they say, you know, we are not going to work with people from Russia, not from Russia, uh, with place of birth Russian, even with other passports. Guys, if you're born in Moscow, end of story. Don't, don't they have Russian employees at this size? They, they don't care, just. They decided, okay, we are too big and we don't want to be inside of that. Of course, if you're, say, doing your own project, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay, people. Uh, but uh, I, I'm talking to people, and a lot of them actually moved to another places, just not to, you know, to, to be part of that. Also, according to Russian law, um, it's like a little bit difficult. So you can own it, but you cannot sell it legally. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, you can. Th they cannot prove it or something like that. Yes, it's a. I'm, I'm just curious. So, like, mm -hmm. say the CEO of Binance. Um, I forgot his name. This this Chinese guy. Um, say that he's taking that decision, right? How, how do you think that he took that decision? Do you think that he spoke with a bunch of Russians or uh, political experts and then he made a, a very good decision after like, let's say 10 or 20 days? Or do you think that he just got enraged by like a piece of news that he saw and he made a quick uh, decision on that? How, how do you think was his thought process on that level? I mean, I guess that that happened to mostly every big company that 
okay, uh, for example, IBM decided to quit, HP decided to quit, like um, Visa. So he, he was just following these companies. I guess so it was like, like a purely I, economical decision. Do you think, or there was politics also involved? I think it's about politics, and it's like a, everybody is doing that. So it's a you know okay. uh, there's a good joke like what is current thing? Current thing <laughs> is about living pressure. So if we got this current thing, that's yeah. okay. Maybe next month we will got another current thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, groupthink is also a, a synonym for that. And uh, we've seen that. Well, personally, a case I've covered myself was the um, LGBT rights, you know, all the companies putting the LGBT flag uh, during yeah. the Pride Month. And do you think they give a fuck ultimately about, you know, like uh, gays, lesbians, queers, and, uh, you know, trans transgenders, for example? I don't think they, they really give a fuck. I think they just want to be cool. I think uh, they just want to drive dollar signs, you know, more clients and recruit more people in the end. Just, just imagine that all these companies, the very same proud month in China, in Saudi Arabia, in Arabic country in general, yeah. they're not supporting anything because <laughs> they know their client. And, you know, if they even name that, they can lose a lot of money. But, but is, this, is this the fundamental problem with business? Um, Will, do, do, you think, do you think that, you know, we, we just want to sell something in the end? That's, and I think that's it. You know, if you ask me what business is about first, it's about me making sales, right? So I can survive and pay my bills and, and all of that. Isn't that the fundamental problem of business that we always want to drive money first and the, the ethics go second? Actually, yes, I, I, I think it's, it's not about business, it's about society in general. It's uh, something to be likable. Like, I'm, I like what is mainstream now. I'm like you. Guys, buy from me because I like you. Yeah. I'm Social not capital, virtue Social selling, capital. signaling. Yeah, yeah. You're signaling that I'm at the same level as you, as, as you are. Actually, mm. uh, even maybe I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> today, I agree with you. And sometimes company, they even don't understand what, what they are supporting. Or maybe not supporting that that doesn't matter but it's a it's a just big general thing you don't have your your opinion you yeah. have a like social opinion so i got second degree i got degree in psychology so it's and like that's a, why it's strange idea. right that's why yeah, humans are weird idea. you know well yes yes and we see cases when uh, for example very brave company cloudflare uh, they're providing servers and DDoS, uh, anti-DDoS uh, attack things. And they said, you know, Russians now need more of internet, yeah. more of information, not less. Okay. And they're still working here. And my great respect, great thankful to these people. They're absolutely right. If oh, you yeah. isolate country, that doesn't mean that they change their mind. No, that doesn't work. But that's also why it, like inventions like internet are beautiful, you know, because it's accessible to everyone. Now, yes, the, the government can censure every now and then. But, and that's why also cryptocurrencies has, have a very br bright future. I think uh, these these companies and these technologies that are pretty much unbreakable, um, they're, they're always very much interesting. And yes, in my opinion, um, it's not by first um, psychologically speaking um, rewarding is always better than punishing someone punishing uh, brings resentment just when you bring someone in jail you know uh, you you put that person in a very dark state you know and they, they cannot really thrive and a lot of them the default is just vengeance you know eye for an eye 
So, oh, you fucked me up right now? Then yeah, you go see what I'm gonna do uh, 10 years later, you know? If um, some Russian terrorism organization, very left-wing will, uh, will surface eventually just because we decided to, to block out Russia. And we've seen that with uh, the US war in Afghanistan, you know, we've seen uh, what it did to these people and we've, see, we've created this, this thing, we've even uh, fueled terrorism, you know? Terrorists are, are, when you fight someone, they're always going to want to fight back, especially males, you know, with testosterone and, and all of that. So I, I don't think it's a good thing. And second thing, um, other than punishing, I think you need to educate these people. I think you need to have uh, conversations with them. Um, you need to talk to a lot of people with humans and understand that first, they're humans, just like you and I. And second, that um, you battle test your ideas and this is how you get an idea on things, not, not checking one source of thing that will trigger your emotions and then you have an opinion. Uh, an enlightened opinion in my uh, book is yeah, by reading books, podcasts, talking to people like you on podcasts and then you can forge somewhat of an opinion, you know? Uh, that's my opinion on things. Actually, if you don't change your opinion because of new information, that's quite strange and of yeah. course it's better to talk to people to read more to see it with your own eyes even to try it mm. and then that centralized thing with all this web free i guess um i'm still a big believer that they can do something good there is a big problem that uh because of i don't know of greed or i guess it's a good explanation they uh, during last i don't know five years for example i cannot name product that changed something in the real world because it's like a not bubble, not in a question like a, like dot com bubble, but bubble like um, isolated ecosystem, and they're doing uh, everything only inside the system. We got better wallet, or we got better NFT exchange, or like stuff like that. Mm. But it's not growing outside. There's not a, like True. a product that is better with blockchain because of ABC. And yeah. if we can do it, it it will be really good. Really? think that I nfts are also you know they're a product of human greed you know hey this is my property yeah. look at me again talking social capital look at my board yeah. ape on twitter so if you come from that place i mean you won't see much innovation you'll only see, see stupider stuff um I, and i don't mean to be offensive i still think it's cool in some economical sense you know the the capitalism in, in me likes it, but I mean, yeah, in terms of big innovations of and being useful to society, eh, you know, it's not like uh, blockchain, for example, or Bitcoin. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. Cool, cool. I, I just want to talk about one last thing because yeah, it's like I have a, another, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm up here, I'm here. Okay, okay. Um, we, we have seen uh, one thing with uh, Coinbase deciding not to um, get into politics, right, um, at all. Yeah, you know, like, uh, oh, we're here at, uh, at Coinbase just to uh, focus on, um, you know, like our, our core business, which is, you know, building this exchange and popping all these features and these uh, crypto-related products. Uh, what, uh, what is the, the next step here, like, um, in, in terms of taking that decision? Do you think that being apolitical as a company is a good thing? Well, it's actually, it's hard to say. For me, yes. So I can say that, yes, if you're doing business, you're providing service or goods for people, then you should go there and do that. Be the best at your current product. Put more efforts into your product and service. Care more about your client than, uh, you know, um, 
turning left and right between all these obstacle, political obstacles. Because at the end of the day, everybody will remember how good your product is, not like how centric or left or right wing you were. No, if it's good, it's good. So but what uh, if you're Coinbase and you want to literally change the world through your products, you know, I, I think they have the potential literally to change the world. Uh, and I'm not talking about Apple producing an iPhone, but um, <laughs> I'm talking about like saving people from poverty, increasing their quality of life, uh, preventing governments from interfering and stuff, you know, preventing, canceling people and so forth. So what what if that is your mission? You know, don't you don't you sh shouldn't you like uh, encourage these conversations uh, in the workplace? Couldn't these conversations be used as a culture driver and uh, tighten up the team and increase performances? So why not actually? So actually, it's it's a good thing. You want to make uh, Earth the better place, so let's do it. If you believe in that, and I hope they really believe in that. So uh, please, guys, do that do it tomorrow not tomorrow but today because uh i guess there are like millions or even millions of people billions of people waiting for that not waiting but if if they receive any kind of help in in in, in any way i'm not talking about like charity no it's about providing them service that can make their life better okay let it be capitalism i'm i'm okay with that i'm okay with paying people for good product for good service that's okay and if it's for like like micro credits in uh, Southeast Asia, for example, it was very simple product. People paid interest on that, but that changed a lot of lives because people uh, could uh, buy crops or something like could buy some simple stuff and then start produ producing something. That was cool. The same is here. If you can change it, please don't dive into political reasoning saying we are doing that because we are in this circle or we're like supporting trump like i don't know who has biden like guys if you can do that <laughs> please <laughs> we're, we're just waiting for heroes like that actually yeah yeah and uh i guess being honest about stuff you know a lot of people they they put business first and then politics are used to justify this this business and so forth so yeah very good conversation we had uh, today will need to run on my side but where can people find out more about you Okay, Charles. Thanks, thanks a lot for having me here. It was really fun. It's like actually, it's it's my first podcast, and I'm really pleased you you invited me. So pleasure, any, man. Anytime. And yeah, I guess people can find you out on LinkedIn, William Belov. Um, so yeah, um, thank you, Will, for coming in today, and we'll be in touch, buddy. Thanks, Charles. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.